and I talk about a essential albums list or best of certain genres list and we decide whether we agree or disagree with the list or not and we compare it to our own personal experiences, our own personal collections. I have with me from our previous episode, Optimus Grimes. Say hi, Optimus. Hi, how's it going, people? Hope we're ready to experiment on you like a guinea pig. This is the first time we've ever done this feature. I don't know if people are getting sick of the obscurity quiz or whatever. I, I still enjoy it, but I want to keep things fresh here. So we're going to tr- experiment, and we're going to look at today a, a list on treble zine. I don't know if you've ever heard of treble zine before, have you? No, I haven't. There are so many zines out there, I couldn't possibly keep track of them all. But anyway, this was uh, <laughs> intended to be the mini feature for my first episode on Out of Obscurity in which we talked about Power Pop, we talked about Mal Bloom and the Starlight Mints, both of which I consider Power Pop. In general, what do you think of when you hear the term Power Pop? I usually think of Big Star and Chris Spell. Okay. I'm not familiar with either of those, so that will be a feature on another show called Stump the DJ. If you can name some bands in a certain style that the other person hasn't heard of you, you win, basically, Okay. <laughs> going head to head. But that's that's for another day. We'll see if, you, if they show up on this list. The link to the list will be in the notes for the program, and also it's very important to note the scoring. How this is going to work is for each album listed on the list, we say our own relationship to it, whether we have never heard of the band, never heard of the album, whether we've heard the album, whether we own the album, etc. For each of the albums on the list, we, we score positive or negative. Negative if we haven't heard of them, or minus, you lose five points if you've never heard of the band or, or the album. You lose four points if you've heard the band but not the album. If you've heard of both but not actually heard it and don't own it, you get it's a neutral score, zero. If you've yes, heard it, I like, am. for example, if you streamed it, you get two points. If you own it, you get 10 points because that's that's the ultimate show of support, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I, I don't know if this is true for you, a lot of people I talk to online, they, they own a lot of music but actually haven't gotten around to listening to it. I think that's totally weird. I used that's, to be that way with vinyl. I just picked up okay. things that looked cool and never got around to listening to it. So that's that's plus three if you already own it, but you haven't actually listened to it. And uh, also a case I think that'll be important for you is used to own it <laughs> and you did listen to it, but maybe you sold it or don't, don't, don't otherwise own it anymore. That's probably a lot of albums for me. <laughs> <laughs> I expect so. I expect so. For me, it's all of my vinyl. So <laughs> Yeah. It's, uh, since my dad pawned it, but... Uh, Oh, sure. Anyway, if you own a different or additional album by the same band, you get plus one each for for other other albums. So at the end, at the end of the the feature, I'll keep your numerical score. You don't have to worry about the math. You just tell me whether you've heard it or own it or whatever, and I'll keep your score. Okay. At the end, and at the end of the feature, we compare our scores. How how high over zero are we? Because a lot of obviously, there's going to be a lot of obscure things that we've never heard of. We might end up negative. Overall, do we think it's a good representative list for what it's trying to do or not? We can comment on that. If you would have put an album on your own list in the category, I would say you can get a 10-point bonus. (laughs) (laughs) 
So if, if they got it just right, if they got a perfect pick, you know, using other people's top 10 lists, I don't know if, have you made any top 10 lists yourself? No, I haven't really. You've never done it. Do you, do you approve or disapprove in general of this, of the idea? <laughs> I generally disapprove of lists. <laughs> you don't like lists. Oh man. So you're, you're starting with a bias. All right. We'll, we'll note yeah. that. <laughs> Cause I always okay. feel like something's missing out. Okay. Well, that's the point of rating it. Then you can say this list is terrible. It misses these important <laughs> classics of the, of the style. I was going to yeah. say, ask what's, what's missing from, from the list and what is on it that shouldn't be on it or what is overrated from it. Optimus Grimes, you just need to tell me what you think of the album. Have you heard of the band? Have you heard of the album? And I'll score you. And at the end, we'll have a numerical score that will tell us whether we have any business at all talking about this genre or not. <laughs> For example, <laughs> okay. we, uh, we lose points if we've never heard of something. And uh, a lot of times we're going to end up in the negatives. <laughs> so yeah. let's try it. Are you ready to play? Yes, I am. The first album on the list of Power Pop is The Raspberries by The Raspberries. Have you heard of The Raspberries before? I have. Okay, you've heard of them. Do you know their self-entitled album from 1972? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the album. You have at least heard of the band. Okay, for your score, heard of the band but not the album, you lose four points. <laughs> and I, I lose five points because I had never heard of the band before. <laughs> Tell me about the Raspberries. What do you know about them? Should they be leading um, off this list? Maybe. I feel like my dad would have them in his record collection. Okay, so your dad would win points and we lose them. Fair yes. enough. <laughs> Since I had never heard of them, I, I can't ask you any pertinent or smart questions about them. Well, how would you describe their sound? Power pop. <laughs> wow, you don't say. <laughs> I didn't give my opinions on power pop. I, I basically think it's more uh, not necessarily punk rock, but you can hear a definite accessibility to it. It's loud. It's power chords, verse, chorus, verse mainly. Would you agree or disagree? Yeah, I would agree. Sounds fair. It's uh, stuff you could play on the radio, even maybe not just college radio, but even commercial radio, I would say. Yeah, probably. All right. So that's number one on the list. I, I You're winning by one point so far. <laughs> the next album on the list is Big Star, Radio City. You're spot on in naming Big Star as a power pop band. Do you know the album Radio City? Yes, I do. Have you heard it? Owned it? Both. Wow. Okay. So you, you win, I think, 10 points here. Yes. Plus 10 Big for... Star, I always think of as being the ultimate power pop band. See, I, I had never heard of them either. Oh, really? Or maybe, yeah. I, I say, I, I've heard of the band. I, I did, don't know any of their albums. I've never heard of the album, so I lose four points. The theme song to the 70s show. No. I don't. Stars. <laughs> Oh, really? I listen to no, almost no pop music. I watch even less TV. I, I don't think I've ever seen an episode of that 70s show, and I'm kind of proud of it, <laughs> frankly. Oh, it was a classic. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I mean, obviously, they have their fans. How many Big Star albums do you own? I think I owned all of them. So there's like three albums and a box set. Holy cow. Chris Bell had a solo album, too. Tell me about Chris Bell. He was one of the original founding members, and then he uh, exited the band, and Alex Chilton kept it going. You were familiar with the history here. Good. There's pretty good documentaries about Big Star out there, too. All right. Well, I, I guess I should probably check them out just to say that I've heard yeah. the actual album. You would say then you own more than five of their albums? Yeah, whatever's out there of them, I probably own. Okay, we don't know the exact number. Uh, you get you get one additional point for every additional album by the band that you own. 
Uh, oh, okay. I'll give you plus five. Just round, right. a round number that we assume that they have at least five albums out there. Yeah. Wow, you are you are kicking my butt here. <laughs> for this these is first probably two. the only band I know on the list. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Well, you, you you hit it big with Big Star. The third album is Flamin' Groovies. Shake some action. I've heard of the Flaming Groovies, but not the album. You lose four points then. I lose five again because I've never heard of the album or the band. So nothing to say about them. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Next on the list. Okay. So here's a winner. The Cars self-entitled album from 1978. Did anybody not own this album on vinyl? Yeah, I know I've owned some Cars vinyl, but I'm not that familiar with anything other than what's on the radio. Sure, sure. The singles, obviously. You don't know if you owned this specific album? No, I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm sure that I did own it. So, I, again, it was on vinyl, though, so I don't own any vinyl anymore. So I only get plus five. I think I owned at least two other Cars albums. So I'll give myself plus plus seven on that. Nice. Um, right. So I'm catching up. I'm, I, might, I might end up above the zero mark <laughs> at the end <laughs> if we keep this up. Do you have anything to say about the Cars? How do you say the guy's um, last name? Is it Okasek or Okasek? Okasek, I think. See, I'm totally wrong. Yeah, talking about mu- music of the 70s that I, I would actually listen to and choose to listen to, I guess their singles would be on there. Don't particularly remember their albums being that great or memorable, but obviously the singles, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. We're doing well. We're, we're plowing our way through. Not your favorite band in any case. they got memorable songs, so I'll give them that. I'll agree with you. Anyway, they certainly sold well and are popular. I think they're the most popular band on the list, maybe. Next album is Cheap Trick, Heaven Tonight. I'm quite familiar with Cheap Trick. I don't know the album, though. Really? Have you owned any of their albums? Probably live at Budokan. So I'll give you plus plus one for that, but minus four for not knowing the album. I also get minus four. I don't know the album either. I'm not a Cheap Trick fan, but they're famous and so on. Aren't they Midwestern? Yeah, they're out of Rockford, Illinois. I thought so, yeah. What do you have against them? Why are they not your favorite 70s, 80s band? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I see them as just kind of, yeah, they're they're rock. They're, I don't know, kind of borderline classic rock. And I don't care for classic rock. I mean, they got some killer songs. So I'll give them that. I couldn't name a single song. So. Dream Police. Oh, duh. Is yeah, obviously. One? That, that was an, yeah. I like that I like their their music video in The Simpsons to that or maybe it was just Apu singing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> incorrectly. <laughs> That's my only connection to Cheap Trick. I take it back. Next is the Replacements. Pleased to meet me. Oh yeah, I like the Replacements a lot. I know they're highly respected. Some people have noted them as their favorite band. I think. I would say so. Yeah. Respect. I don't think I've ever heard this album before, though. I lose four points again. Yep. Do you own any, any replacements? I used to own the replacements box set of all their albums. Oh, boy. So how many albums would the, were, were in that? I got to know exactly how many points to give you so that we have an accurate probably count like, at the probably end. Probably five or six. I can't remember. Okay, so that that would have included this album then. Yeah. Okay, so you get and you get plus five for. I've seen Paul Westerberg in concert too before. He's like okay. The that's main guy that's another thing I should probably add. If you if you've seen the band live, I'll have to add plus plus how many points should seeing the band live count for? Well, I just saw the main guy in the replacements. I didn't actually see them. All right. Okay. So there, so like we can have a distinction old. between seeing the actual band. Seeing the actual band versus seeing the front man. 
<laughs> live. Yeah. There should be two different scores. You you decide. This is this is the first time we're doing this. How many points should you get? <laughs> Maybe one. <laughs> Just okay. One for the front man, and two for the band. Uh, yeah. Good distinction. <laughs> we're making up the rules as we go along, which is a big no-no. <laughs> so you get one for seeing him live. You get five for the albums, five for having owned. Do you still own it or, or did you sell it? I sold it. It happens. Okay. So you get only five points for having once owned it and then five points for every additional album that you used to own. That was a big one for you. Next on the list, Matthew Sweet, Girlfriend from 1991. Oh, yeah, that's a great album. I was never a fan of Matthew Sweet, I got to say. What do you like about him? Well, he had Richard Lloyd playing guitar on a lot of stuff. And I'm a big Who's that? He was uh, one of the guitarists in television. Okay, I see in the the description of the album here, it says Lloyd Cole. I guess that's the guy's name. Yeah. Voidoids. I'm familiar with Voidoids in television. I didn't know the guy's name. So did you own it or uh, own any other Matthew Sweet? My dad did. I used to hear a lot of Matthew Sweet coming from the basement. <laughs> Dads don't count. Dads are only associates for this list, this, this mini feature. He's really, he was really big in the 90s, wasn't he? Yeah, he had a lot of songs on the radio. I never liked him. Actually, I mean, not a lot. I probably owned cassette tapes of him. I'm pretty sure okay. I had 100% fun. And uh, Yeah, that's the one I think is more famous. I'll give you minus two, just randomly, because of the having owned previously. Probably going to know or have owned Sugar, Copper Blue. Yep, not a very good memory of it, though. No, it definitely was totally forgettable. I owned it, didn't like it. <laughs> and I think I I think I even criticized you for going, trying to go to a Bob Mould concert. You weren't actually successful in going to? No, right? it was sold out. Probably still have it just because I don't sell albums and I have it on CD. But I never would listen to it and I didn't like it. So I think I have Wait, also have a couple of albums. My dad pawned my record collection. Yeah, but I was that's the only a, time I was at a CD sale you had once. <laughs> well, you know that's an exception. <laughs> that's, those are trying times. You know, rummage sales don't is not the same as taking it to a you know a CD store. It's you true. caught me on that one. You're you're correct. You're true. I don't sell to stores anymore. I I only sold to stores if you want to hear my full story. This is a fun, fun story from the 90s. Back in the original days of CDs, back in your middle school, my high school days, Best Buy would have cutout albums. They would sell for a dollar and you could take them to disco round and get two dollars for them. (laughs) So I would I would triage and actually make money on selling CDs to the UCD stores in Madison. And that worked for about a month. That worked for about a month. And then they caught on. And they realized this is crap. No one's ever going to buy this. And they stopped selling. You know, I think the cutout, they cut out. It might have been promos or I don't know. Best Buy wouldn't have sold promos. But anyway, they stopped buying them from me. And so I was stuck with a whole bunch of crappy music that I bought for an album. <laughs> and I could name some of the bands that are absolutely terrible. <laughs> that was my 90s experience. Okay. So, and since then, I said, well, screw this. I'm not going to try to sell albums anymore. I can't make any money off of it. Obviously, you don't make money. You just try to get some money back if you're in hard times or... You want to buy some other music for trade-ins, obviously. That's why people sell their music, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you or did you own this album? And how much other well, Husker Do or Sugar, and how many concerts have you been to? Boy, this is complicated. <laughs> never been to a Bob Mulder Husker Do concert. I mostly just heard them through my dad. But you do own the album? Yeah, I do own Copper Blue. So plus 10 for that. Any other Sugar Husker Do albums that you own? How many? I just need the quantity uh, here for sheer math's sake. I don't sake. think any. This is the only album you own? They just actually, you, you caught it. Huh? Yeah. 
Surprising. Okay. Very prolific. He's got a lot of stuff. Yeah. That, that adds to my dislike is like, ah, you're, you're very prolific, but I don't really like it. So stop. <laughs> Basically. The next one is The New Pornographers, Mass Romantic. Heard of the band, never owned an album. Wow. Serious, huh? Yeah. Okay. So you, you lose minus four. And I actually have, I think, three or four of their albums. This is the first album on the list that I own and like. I actually like the band a lot. I even have his solo work, A.C. Newman. His solo albums are actually very compelling, too. I, I could go on about it a lot. My aunt and uncle actually like it, too. So they have cross-generational appeal. Diverse sound, too. They're power pop, but they, they show that there's a diversity in the style that I think is lacking in a lot of uh, power pop bands, which basically, okay, I've got my three chords, I've got my chorus i've got my verses and then i've got my three minute song and that's it if there's a formula for power pop i think that's it and i think new pornographers really break the mold i appreciate mm-hmm. that so i'm going to give myself plus 10 for owning the album and like i said i own two solo albums and i think I, I can't remember two or three other albums so i'll give myself an additional five points that one really helped me this this we would not be doing this list if they weren't on it <laughs> <laughs> give myself an ego boost I recommend you check them out. They're fun and interesting and diverse. The fa- male, female, well, obviously, Nico Case. You've heard of Nico Case, right? Yes. She's great, and she sings with new pornographers also. So you have, you've heard the band, you've heard their songs, whether you've owned their albums or not. Probably. They lose a lot of people with their name, probably. Yeah, it's, it's one of those names you'd almost think it's a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to be associated with pornography. That's pretty much it. <laughs> not a good thing. I mean, maybe that's a way to keep it real i guess and making sure that only the real fans stick it out and they're not going to yeah. get the casual fan the last album on the list and we're coming in at under a half an hour so that's good for a mini feature the last album is exploding hearts guitar romantic never heard of it apparently they died in there they got into a van accident and four members died in the crash oh so wow i think this is a legacy tragedy honorable mention what could have been kind of an inclusion on the list i had okay. never heard of them i'd never heard the album so I think we both lose minus five. I would say it's a questionable pick on the list, though. It's good to note the tragic could have beens, but I don't know if it belongs on a best of list or an essential list for that matter. Yeah, I'll have to look that band up or ask my dad about it, too. I don't know. Sure. They're from 2003, so they're not especially old or anything. Oh, OK. So in all, what do you think of the list? Was it a good list for Power Pop? Are they missing some essentials? I'd say it's a pretty good list, actually. It covers decades. Good. And... That's important, yeah. I think yeah. it's heavier on the 70s, maybe, than I would yeah. prefer. But I, I, on a list, do you, should you focus on the origins of a style, or should you just focus on the highlights? I'd lean more towards the highlights. Maybe include one on the list for this was the band or the album that started it all, you know? But Yeah, I feel like Big Star is always the quintessential power pop band when you think okay. of power pop. So. Interesting. If they didn't include them, I wouldn't say the list is power pop. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So you associate it with the 70s mainly then. I'm, I'm totally wrong in yeah. what Power Pop is. Okay. Yeah. That's important to note. No, I associate it more with the first decade maybe was a Power Pop revival in the early 2000s or something. But that's what yeah. I that's more associate it with than the 70s. Okay. Interesting. Well, I, I stand corrected. You're, you've got a higher score on the list than I do. So you're the yeah. expert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about cool. that. Cool. I'm going to tally up your score. We'll see who won. I'm pretty sure you won. Five. You scored in total... Uh, 21 minus 5 is a 16. You're in the, you're definitely in the positive there. All right. Are you impressed with your score? Oh, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, you're positive. You're very strongly positive. I've got a feeling if we do this many times, we're just going to get some that, yeah, you know, we're going to be in the negatives basically. And I might not have made, yeah. made it over zero myself. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you won with 16. Let me just count my score here. Oh, I'm plus three. <laughs> so I am not negative. I have some claim to be able to talk about Power Pop, but not nearly as much as you, the expert. So congratulations on your win, sir. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Should we meet again on the, on the genre of battlefield? Uh, I will try to stack the odds in my favor. I can't stand losing, so <laughs> especially, yes. especially not twice in a row. But thank you for playing. Score the list. Oh, did you enjoy it? Was it an interesting conversation, or should I stick to the obscurity quiz? What do you think? I'd stick to the obscurity quiz. Okay. Is that just because you don't like lists, or is that because this bored you? It just felt a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> awkward is uh, kind of unavoidable. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> thanks for your input. Next time, I'll give you an obscurity quiz, unless I've got a perfect list for you. All right. All right. Well, thanks for playing. You're welcome.